0: Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
1: Yes, happy V-Day.
0: It's so romantic. Can you feel the romance? It's about to get extra romantic in Can you feel the love here. tonight? I can.
1: Happy Anna Howard Shaw Day.
0: Ooh, ooh. It's getting romantic already.
1: Tell you what's not romantic is the beginning of this episode of The Bachelor.
0: It begins in a way I don't think any Bachelor has ever begun, which is with silence. I yeah. think it just begins with a few seconds of stunned silence.
1: They had to ask for a moment of silence.
0: <laughs> we need that to process this extreme situation of Nick, maybe kind of not knowing if he wants to continue this journey.
1: Can I point out that we're both drinking champagne? Let's get a, the clink
0: the- of the glasses. Whoa. Oh, oh for the audience the at home. super
1: fancy V-Day guys. It's a
0: very romantic game.
1: Um, Jumping in, I guess. Let's oh, jump in. Well, I mean... When are we going to talk about the uh, elephant in the room?
0: What's the elephant?
1: I mean, I would say that I have to offer a caveat about a spoiler, except that it's going to be on, like, People Magazine in right. two days. The
0: news has already spoiled
1: this for us. Yeah. Where's my spoiler alert? So us Weekly. Rachel is the new Bachelorette, which is Awesome, like Ryan and I love her. I think African American women deserve every chance to make stupid public love mistakes that just white like women the have rest made. of us. Yeah. yeah,
0: and also welcome to 1993 Bachelor, where <laughs> you can finally have a black woman. I mean, this is really uh, very progressive for the mid to late 90s. Bravo! Yeah. <laughs> it only took you
1: 22 seasons.
0: <laughs> You're really forward thinking on this. Mm-hmm. Really on the edge of uh, racial relations.
1: And yet, my happiness at the show moving forward progressively is tainted by the fact that they were total dicks about it. Like, why did they announce it so soon? What in the world? Oh. And
0: Harrison, I blame you 100%. Yes. I don't know whose decision this was, was but the buck stops with Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. Nobody on that team sneezes so without I Harrison will say, though, approving it. say, though, we
1: watched the show Unreal. And in that show, the guy that's playing what's obviously the Harrison of Foreverlasting has like no power, and right. is a Total no defense. clue. Yes. Yeah, so I kind of do wonder how much Harrison, how much power Harrison really holds.
0: Right. If he's sort of a puppet mm-hmm. of someone more powerful controlling his strings. However,
1: yeah. I mean, whoever it is, I mark what I'm saying right now. I am pissed the fuck off that they. St- Spoiled it because we purposefully yeah. avoid spoilers of the show, and I know that most people don't do that, but we do.
0: Well, also, what was the point? So I that's don't the understand. other thing that annoys me
1: is that they said that they announced it early. What I what I saw was that they said that they announced it early to have more time for auditions, which also I feel like are they implying that like they would need more time right. to get a pool of. Mi- I, I don't know. I, I'm annoyed. Just across the board, except for the fact that it's Rachel, and I love her, and I think she's charming. She'll be great. But for last night's episode, I feel like it was hard to watch that day, because you're like, eh, you know this isn't happening. Right, right, then we
0: know how this is going to go down. It is exciting, though, that one way or another we're going to get to meet her dad.
1: Yeah, Sam. Yes. Sir.
0: Sir, yeah, call him sir, Samuel,
1: call him daddy, (laughs) I just call him daddy.
0: That's what I would call him in the courtroom. If I were... Um, Daddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen, Daddy, here's how the situation went yeah. down. Is that really what you That's would what I would say when I'm in court, you know. For uh, my various misdemeanors, I'm just kind of a bad boy type, as I'm sure our listeners have picked up on. A
1: bad boy lawyer. <laughs> so now that I've aired my grievances against the franchise...
0: Finally. You'll be hearing from us in strongly worded letters mm-hmm. as well.
1: Send some poisoned sugar bear vitamins. <laughs>
0: Enjoy these, Harrison, it they'll make your hair could have really shiny. I
1: heard that uh, Jake Pavelka got his hands on some.
0: <laughs> he flew them in personally on the wings of death.
1: Oy. Okay, let's, get, let's just go into the episode. That's right. as good as it's going to get. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: the peak of the episode right there. Folks, you can bow out right now if you want, four minutes in. <sighs> that's as good as it's going to be. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So you brought up, or I said Jake Pavelka, but I all of this is also bringing to mind to me another bachelor of days past, Brad Womack, who uh-huh. during his season traveled with a therapist because he knew that the uh, it was his second go round. But I mean, to be fair, Nick has also been through a lot of this. I feel like right. he sh- he knew how hard it was going to be. He maybe needed. A little bit of a travel therapist, a la Brad.
0: What was the payment arrangement for that therapist? I mean, Brad Womack could not have been paying by the hour for this guy to go to, like, Helsinki with him or If
1: whatever. anybody was like, hey, we need you to come travel with the Bachelor crew to, like, make someone's towels cozy or, like, Flush the toilets. I would be like done. I'm mean, You would you be the Lorna of this it. situation. Yes.
0: Yeah, but this therapist is a like a professional losing income. I mean, not that do we you would really be. think
1: he's a professional. I guess
0: that's a good point. You know who they're going to get next time? Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's going to be the traveling therapist
1: <laughs> for the show. When that? Nick, how about that spin when they're like, who comes back? It's not Taylor because you can see. By the hair, that's very clearly D'Lo. D- but what if it was Taylor, and she just wanted to coach him through the rest of the season? Oh, that is a good spin. Help I like that. Gain emotional intelligence.
0: That's what they should have done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, since they're clearly scripting every move. Harrison's not the only puppet around
1: here. Um. Yeah, I so, mean, yeah, Nick the actual is upset. Episode the where... girls are upset. Nick says that he that sending Daniel home reminds him of his past. That he's, uh,
0: Mostly because they actually met, ran into his ex-girlfriend on the <laughs> date. <laughs> Literally, it reminds him of his past.
1: Um, he says that it reminds him of having the rug pulled out from under him, which is stupid because you're the one going to be doing the rug pulling. You're the rug puller. In the fantasy suite and out. Oof. What? Whoa. It's a,
0: it's, this is an X-rated Valentine's <laughs> Day episode, folks. Put the kids to bed. <laughs> then cozy up by the fire.
1: Um. Anyway, it's all for nothing because eventually, he, so he comes and visits. So the girls are freaking out; they're crying. Corinne's Nick is head crying. explodes. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, and he's like, that he basically just is like, nah, I'm okay. I'm fine."
0: Well, but, and we have to get it something important that happens is so Her- Chris Harrison emerges from nowhere, right? It's just from some from the
1: depths from of the, depths. the depths of
0: the sea, <laughs> he comes out because he's summoned. And he asked Nick, like, are you ready to walk away from it all? Like, are you kidding, here? Like, there's no way, contractually, that he could leave. I just don't see that that's possible. I mean, I can't see the Bachelor people being like, well, that's going to cost us millions of dollars. But go ahead. Let's just end the show right here. We have other programming. We'll just bump Dancing with the Stars up a little what?
1: bit. They don't have to worry about it because Nick decides that he's not ready to say goodbye to all of it.
0: As it turns out. I'm just interested in what kind of contract these people sign. You've
1: heard Harrison repeatedly say you make the rules. This <laughs> right, is your I've, show. You can cut who you want. You can you, you call the shots. You no, can marry you, everyone. To Nick. Marry them all. Yeah. That's
0: if you want to do that. Move
1: to Utah, buddy.
0: <laughs> Utah listeners, happy <laughs> Valentine's can,
1: Day. They <laughs> then they can uh, hop onto that TLC show about the Polygamy. Just
0: slide straight into a new reality show. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Um He so did it uh did you notice that he kept saying you women?
0: No, I didn't.
1: He said it like five times in over the course of thirty seconds. Uh, he said he sees what he wants in this room and it's you women. It's you women I'm excited about you women. You women. Know. It just it struck me. I noticed Hashtag it. you women. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag binders full of women. <laughs> Hashtag but the she show persisted. Is so political.
0: <laughs> so topical.
1: Yeah. Wait until we get to Christina. Oh I have yeah. to do my Russian accent again. <laughs> <laughs> it could
0: not be more timely. It's as though this Christina situation is ripped from today's headlines.
1: What are the odds that Christina is directly related to some of the Trump Russia drama?
0: Oh, I think one hundred percent related. Yeah, yeah as we're as we're talking right now, that uh security advisor has just resigned recently.
1: So. I think because of something Because of
0: Christina, yeah. yeah. Because he was eating her lipstick. That's in that Trump dossier, As Trump is eating a lot of lipstick over in Russia. Okay. okay. Boy, ten minutes in almost, and we barely scratched the surface on this bad boy.
1: Um, they are leaving St. Thomas, going to Bimini, which is in the Bahamas.
0: I did not know that. They were incredibly excited about Bimini.
1: Yes, I was also excited, and I have in my notes, in all caps, please let them do the pig date again. One of my, I mean, that might be my all-time favorite Bachelor moment.
0: It might just be your all-time favorite moment it re-
1: it's, in your life. One of the, that's like a YouTube video that if I'm having a bad day, I'll pull up just because I need like, an uplifting right. chuckle.
0: I think it goes, birth of our children, the pig date. Maybe marrying me, yeah. But below that's below the pig. I just, for sure. I mean, I
1: don't see that they're ever going to have another moment like that, right? And so I don't understand, like, why would you even go back to the Bahamas if you're not gonna? If have, you're
0: not gonna have the women swim with pigs, why would I you? I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just begging comparisons. Oh, to we're right? gonna
1: swim with sharks. Oh, uh, give me a fucking break! Know, like,
0: Nobody cares about sharks. Right. Where? Bring on the pigs!
1: Fucking awesome.
0: Release the pigs.
1: Um, they do that thing again where they're like, so we walk into our villa at Resorts World Bimini. <laughs> I wonder, do you think that that was uh, sponsored by them at all? Like I think maybe? it was
0: just coincidental that they were prominently mentioned.
1: Totally ethical. I've never been in a house like this. Never.
0: It's so nice, it's so comfortable, and the service is fantastic.
1: So, one thing that we talked about a couple of episodes ago was that, um, occasionally someone will get the second one-on-one before somebody else yes. gets one, and lo and behold... Guess
0: what happens? Oh,
1: Corinne. Poor Corinne, um, has technically not had a one-on-one date yet, although I think the bounce house counts as
0: Sure, the whipped cream incident. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> half a date at least.
1: Hashtag never forgets. <laughs> um... Corinne is pissed. Vanessa sure. gets the one on one. Um, and Corinne says that she's frustrated and bloated. I feel sister.
0: <laughs> We've all been there, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag you women.
1: Um, Vanessa, alas, gets the one on one. They. So, they go on a boat, and Vanessa says that she's. This is a quote. I've never been on a boat before.
0: Right, what does that mean? No boats? I any get kind. it. So, if. I. Like a rowboat.
1: If it's if it's I've never been on a yacht before, <laughs> sure. uh, lame Vanessa. Who right. hasn't ever been on a yacht?
0: Come on, girls. The Mina, oh, the Pinto, oh, the Santa Maria. Oh. I'll you in the bottom while you drinking sangria. sangria. Nachos, lemon heads, my dad's boat. You won't go down, cause my dick
1: can float. It was unclear to me whether it was a yacht or any boat,
0: All right of any kind, mm-hmm. paddle boat. Ferry. Keep
1: going. Cano- all, all canoes. Boats. You're all Canadian. Kinds of boats. You Vanessa, if you've never been on a canoe, you're lying. Right. Not what boy. they use to like go gather pelts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to, to participate in the fur trade. Yeah. She's Italian, though, isn't she? That's what well, Corinne that's is what, talking yeah. about. Yeah, that that's all that's interesting about Vanessa. Ooh, I'm Italian. I eat pasta with my family. Ooh, I'm a special ed teacher. Yeah. That's basically Corinne's impersonation of Vanessa. Uh,
1: irony of ironies. Corinne says that she just doesn't see a lot of depth to Vanessa. Vanessa is shallow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's called projection,
1: Corinne.
0: <laughs> I wish Taylor were here to yeah, explain Taylor it to you. Yes.
1: It. Um, on the date, Vanessa says that she's a little bit worried that Nick is going to try to make himself fall in love with someone, since that's what the show is all about. Vanessa, how dare you? Uh, This is a process. How dare you imply that this process is not totally natural.
0: This process has integrity, and I don't want you to question it ever
1: again. I mean, the date goes well. They go snorkeling. You're going snorkeling. And she says that walls have been broken down in his little, um, I guess, like, freak out that has yes. allowed them to grow closer.
0: He got scared. She got scared when he gets
1: scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says that he's someone who she always imagined existed but never thought she'd meet.
0: This exact person, just out there.
1: Yep. Just waiting for you. Mm-hmm.
0: And they uh, snorkel in an abandoned shipwreck, which I feel like they... Didn't go the metaphor route this time, which is probably good. Like, this shipwreck is representational of the, <laughs> the <laughs> process The, the riches that <laughs> plunder. I was going to say this whole process, you know, going down.
1: Mm, uh, oh, save that for the fantasy suite. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Valentine's Day episode, folks. <sighs> it's hot and heavy.
1: Um... She also says to uh, to us, not to Nick, yet, that she's falling in love with him. She says that when they're kissing under the water, this feeling is love. I want to tell him that I'm falling in love with him, and that's something I want to tell him tonight.
0: Tonight. Can't wait. All right. Let's see how this pans out. How does it pan out?
1: Uh, Well, can I just say that before we get to the nighttime date, or I think this was before, Corinne is talking about... Why she wants to take Nick to meet her family. And one of the things that she says is that she's she really wants him to meet Raquel. I also
0: want to meet Raquel. I'm,
1: I'm going to be so disappointed if we don't get to meet Raquel. I know,
0: honestly. Because my guess is, here's the prediction, Raquel fucking hates Corinne. <laughs> and you can tell that she's dead behind the eyes.
1: I picture, um like, kind of uh, Blair Waldorf's nanny in Gossip yes. Girl. Yes. And then... A little bit of the um, the housekeeper figure in. Uh, what's the movie about selling Girl Scout cookies? Uh, True Beverly Hills. Ah. I picture her really with Raquel.
0: Here's a totally different spin on it. What if it's a Mrs. Doubtfire type situation?
1: Oh no! <laughs> Hello!
0: That it's someone. Who has, like, tried to infiltrate back into Corinne's life. Like, either someone who's in love with Corinne or her estranged father.
1: Oh, or it's like a Selena situation, and she's, like, obsessed with Corinne. Oh,
0: yes, and has, like, snuck back into her life. That's what I think is going on. Yeah? Yeah, Corinne, I think you need to investigate Raquel a little more deeply. Well, some of
1: the many roles that she says Raquel uh, has are... Na- maid, nanny, best friend in the entire world,
0: and biggest fan. <laughs> I wonder what percentage of the time she's <laughs> eating those things in the job description.
1: Um, we go back to the nighttime date with Vanessa and Nick, and Vanessa says that she knows that Nick is feeling the same way. She's very confident. She is Maybe very Maybe it's confident. a Canadian thing. It's a, it's <laughs> those a, Canadians
0: and their arrogance. It's a
1: Canadian-Italian thing.
0: <laughs> what a stereotype.
1: I do think that Canadians are a little cocky.
0: You think they're
1: the cock of the walk. You
0: Just because you see Trudeau yeah. coming down here and not taking Trump's handshake.
1: Trudeau. um Alan Fick. The late rest Alan Fick. R.I.P. But cocky as fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: everybody knows it. And it's, it's true.
1: Not, this isn't a Ryan secret to people Adams, in the industry. Everybody talks about it. Yeah, um, Martin Short. Yeah. Robin Shabotsky,
0: that Michael Sarah arrogant prick, so
1: arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Vanessa, however, had no reason to be cocky because when she lets the L word fly, she drops that L ball. Nick's not returning it, which no shit, Vanessa. Right? Like,
0: didn't you watch Ben's season? Yeah,
1: and I even mean, in Ben's season, he had he waited until it got down to the final two. He is not going to tell you that he loves you. Right now with six other girls before hometown dates.
0: You snorkel once in an abandoned shipwreck and you think that that's going to earn you the L word back.
1: I will make a call right now that I think Vanessa is going to win, but I am not liking her as much in these episodes. I really liked her starting out. I, I, I don't know. She's not, like, she's not rubbing me the total wrong way. I don't hate her. She's just not my favorite.
0: Well, she seems kind of serious mm-hmm. to me. And they don't actually seem to have that much chemistry, like, honestly, no. to me. You know, like, they don't. They seem to be.
1: I feel like the person that he has the most chemistry with at this point to me is Rachel. Right.
0: So I don't know what goes wrong. Something know. goes wrong. Or maybe they just—he chose her. Nick and is a it,
1: racist. He
0: chose yes, an accidental racist. <laughs> yeah. Probably he just wore his skinner t shirt one time, and that was enough to end it. Um, or maybe here's another possibility: he does pick Rachel, and it just falls apart so quickly that they could already turn around and make her the Bachelorette again.
1: Well, whatever happens, um, I I agree with you. I think that Nick, and I think he really likes Vanessa. I think she's beautiful. Um, but they don't they don't ever seem to laugh together. Right. And in fact, I mean I would say that as well, and he cuts her so it's it doesn't matter anyway, but with like Daniel M there's just not a lot of laughing going on. Right. Where's, where's all the, the laughter? Where's the giggles, guys? Why well, so serious all no. the time? Um anyway, uh Nick kinda goes gives Vanessa back this long spiel about you know, in this process, I only want to say "I love you" one time. I want it to be like I'm saying it for the first time. It's not, Nick. We right. all know that you're an "I love you" slut. We've seen you. Yeah, we there's seen
0: video. You. The entire nation has seen you say "I love you" before. Although
1: I don't, did he say it to um, what's her face on Bachelor in Paradise? I don't believe so. I don't think so. Either. He was very restrained. Good job, buddy. Very restrained. Um. But anyway, he kind of basically gives her a runaround answer of like, I like you a lot. I'm excited. He pulls the Ryan card. I'm excited to see where this goes. I did um, say that on our second date. Uh-huh. And she's a little bit hurt. She says it wasn't the answer that she expected. He didn't tell her what she wanted to hear.
0: That seems, again, why I don't know why she would be expecting And you know, I love you. Even if you were just dating this one person, I feel like they've been dating for like three weeks. But also, he's also dating seven of the women
1: mm-hmm. at the same time.
0: So, Vanessa, you need to get your expectations in check.
1: Yeah, check yourself before you trebek yourself, Canadian.
0: Canada. I know. And our Canadian listeners are
1: digging <laughs> Um, Group date? Group date. All right. Corinne, Christina, and Raven are on a group date, also on a boat. Again. Although Corinne says that she loves yachts and that she, in fact, looks great on a yacht.
0: She looks fabulous on a yacht. Nothing really accessorizes her quite like a yacht. Um I also have to say that it was brilliant the way the card was read when they got the day card. Because she's like, I want a one-on-one, I want a one-on-one. And uh whoever read the card was like, Corinne. And then waits way too Christina. long to read the second <laughs> name. It's yeah. really great, yeah. Nicely done. I don't remember who it was, but well played.
1: Um, Christina says that the date is out of her comfort zone, even before they learn that they're swimming with sharks. I guess just like being on a group date, and like Corinne's got, got her beach balls out.
0: Yeah, but that Corinne...
1: <laughs> oh my god, I get it. I get it.
0: Uh, Christina is not shying away from uh, turning no. up, sex appeal. Car-
1: uh, Christina is like, Two- I'm sorry. yes. Two can play that game. That's a little better. Two yeah. can play this game.
0: <laughs> she's like a bond girl this <laughs>
1: one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, cause she also, well, she's, I mean, she, so she gets Nick to massage some, uh, some, some. Suntan oil on her inner thigh.
0: I know, which, like, that's which a little... Which would be
1: sexy if it were suntan oil, except it's not as, like, sunscreen. Actual it's sunscreen, like yeah. Yeah, so it's just all this, like, <laughs> it's like they're rubbing Elmer's glue on her <laughs> inner thigh. Ooh, it's erotic. Um, that was
0: very uh handsy, though. Nick is a little handsy in this one. He has his hands all over, what, Danielle M's legs, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he go into town. And yet, when the opportunity comes, he doesn't go...
1: Um, they go out to this kind of small island and they all make jokes about how they hope that nobody gets left on that island. We're
0: not the only ones who have noticed this yeah. trend. The, the cast has also noticed that people are often left behind.
1: Um, they are swimming with sharks. Yep. I told you at this point as we're watching it, what are the odds that Alexis pops back up <laughs> in her shark costume? Doo-doo.
0: I wish
1: it had happened.
0: That would have been great. They should have brought her. That's the person who returns. And uh, Raven says that she will punch a shark in the face.
1: Raven just goes like balls to the wall Arkansas sometimes. Yes. Oh, oh, I I like like it. it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And I really, I mean, I believe her when she says that she would punch a shark in the face. I think
0: so. I think look out sharks. Raven's the most dangerous predator in the sea. A raven also has to keep moving at all times or she'll die. (laughs) Fun
1: science fact. Laugh track. (laughs) Really killing it. Um, Christina gets scared of the sharks and comes back on the boat. Uh, Nick comes on the boat to comfort her, and then Corinne is real pissed off. She's out seemingly in the middle of the ocean, struggling with her mask a little bit. About to
0: be devoured by sharks. Yeah, and
1: Corinne thinks it's unfair that Nick has fallen for Christina and that the attention is on Christina.
0: Unfair and then the Karen. tables have turned. Yeah, Karen. it's not fair when it happens to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's not playing fair.
1: Um Nick and Christina after they finish swimming with the sharks, they all get you know, get get fixed up and go for the rest of the date. Nick and Christina have the first one-on-one time and Nick starts crying again almost immediately. Right. I feel like he's really pulling a Mesnick here, and I mean... Big
0: time. He might surpass, not in the physicality of the crying, because Mesnick's physical, like the hunched over yeah. cry is pretty unparalleled. He can get but there, though. He'll be there. I mean, if this is where he's at yeah. with six episodes left to go...
1: Christina really gets a very uh, Russian attitude with him, and is like... What does she say? Well, you can't keep us all, so you're going to have to make a decision. <laughs> Which I love. I love how he's crying and she's just like, well, sorry. Right, toughen it, like, bitch. you signed up for yeah. this. yeah." I yeah. know, I have in my notes that she reminds me of Bella at now. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Listen to me. Raven says that she's not going to fight for attention. I think she kind of also senses that he does seem to be paying Christina a lot of attention on this right. date, but Raven's, Raven's kind Raven's of cool, cool with it. it. She's very comfortable. She'll bide her time. Karen, on the other hand, says that she's eating her feelings and appears to just be shoveling cheese in her mouth. It's better
0: when it's cheese pasta, but cheese will... With-
1: I can't stop eating. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. I have to do. I can't stop eating. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy. Cheesy pasta.
0: And no, I believe it's cheese pasta. She issued a correction on Twitter about that it's not cheesy pasta. We retweeted it. Uh for wrong reasons. Yes. Uh, yeah, this it was very important, and I felt that it was important because it was an important clarification, and yet I still don't understand what she's eating mm-hmm. at
1: all. Macaroni and cheese, if it's cheese pasta.
0: Cheese boss, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, we get more of Raven's history during their one-on-one time together. Her dad got lung cancer. She tries to trot that out like a real sympathy card. Uh, he's in remission. Nice try, Raven. <laughs> she also sat on that. Nasty. counts for nothing.
0: yeah. It's like it never happened. It counts for a rose in this uh, one. It does. She gets it.
1: Wow. Although I really, I that didn't surprise me.
0: Really, yeah. I it seemed like it was edging towards Christina. I mean, largely because Nick didn't want her to murder him <laughs> in a wire. But uh, yeah, no, it surprised me a little bit. Given, I mean, did he rub Ravens inner thigh on this date, or did he rub no, Christina's Raven inner would thigh? Hit
1: him. I don't know. She also says that that's why she lost interest in law school. So we got a would be lawyer. Yes. uh, Okay, cool, Raven. Make a list of (laughs) all the things that I could have (laughs) done. Corinne says she'll do whatever it takes to get a hometown. And she also, this is the first in the episode when she goes third person.
0: Yes, and it, it persists.
1: Corinne will do whatever it takes to get Corinne a hometown date, and
0: then she refers to Nick in the third person. George
1: likes his chicken spicy.
0: Yeah, Karen like and Nick. I mean it's fucking George Costanza. And then over she here. does
1: it. Ag- she does it like three more times. Yeah, yeah. I don't know
0: what's going on, Corinne. Mm-hmm. but and Nick calls out. He's like, "I wasn't prepared for you to drop the third person."
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's a little confused, as we all were, Nick understandably, and then Nick started crying again about this third-person situation.
1: <laughs> he gives the rose to Raven. They get to go to a concert. Sadly, it's not... Whoever the fuck that one guy is, Chris Lane. It's not Chris Lane. Chris
0: Lane should be like he's on Retainer, like Brad. That's really just a
1: once in a lifetime.
0: You're not gonna get Chris Lane twice. No, No, Chris Lane is playing Madison Square Garden 12 nights in a row.
1: Instead, it's Adam Friedman. Oh, I didn't
0: even catch his name.
1: I wrote it down because uh,
0: because you enjoyed the music so much. No,
1: I think I wrote it down because he remind he looked like someone to me, and I couldn't figure out who. So I'm gonna have to Google image him later.
0: That's, that's going to be exciting. Uh, Raven, Let's do it now. We everyone can listen uh, to the Googling.
1: Raven exclaims, I'm going to Hoxie with Nick. Which I thought might be like a euphemism for something. <laughs> I'm going to Hoxie after yeah. this podcast, guys. Ooh,
0: it is the Valentine's Day <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just so there's no confusion, that's not happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Ra- so we're getting Raven's hometown, which could not be more exciting. I presume, and I say this as someone who lives in the South, that everyone in Raven's hometown wears a barrel, a barrel of suspenders.
1: I want to see Raven Simone come and be a part of the hometown days. <laughs> <laughs> Left track. Right. What? I do want to see that. I know. I know you do. I absolutely want to. I just Google well, image Adam Friedman, and he's really cute. Adam, you want to come on the show? You call me.
0: Yeah, I bet you would like that, wouldn't you?
1: Tweet at me, buddy. I don't, don't know. Do who, it, I Adam. don't know who I thought he looked like, though. It's a mystery. Yeah. Now you're he's. Looking at, oh, no, I am looking. Enough. Oh,
0: look at him! He is pretty good looking. Hey, Adam, why don't you call both of us? It's a <laughs> Valentine's Day episode, buddy. What are you doing tonight?
1: All right. Should we move on to Daniel M? Sure. Poor doomed sure. Daniel. Sure. Jesus, M. we have Daniel
0: M. and the Rachel date.
1: Although to be fair, the racial date lasts like twenty minutes. Yeah, they go,
0: they go get one drink Mm, and then come home.
1: So Um, Danielle M. Yeah, they're doing just like a. They take a bike ride. Danielle M. Goes there. She does the metaphor. Our relationship is just like riding a bike.
0: You never forget.
1: Yeah, you just hop right back on. Suddenly, you're riding it, (laughs) riding the relationship.
0: And sometimes somebody shoves a broomstick in the wheel. To, uh, and fall you right gotta off. go. You
1: gots to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's
0: extend this metaphor a little bit, Danielle. And,
1: I wasn't sure where you were going to say that somebody was sticking a broomstick
0: in, in the wheel okay. to knock someone
1: off okay. the bike. Yeah.
0: yeah, this uh, the sexual tension of this episode. You could
1: cut great. it with a <laughs> knife. <laughs> um, they do something that always annoys me that they actually do in most seasons, and it's usually basketball. I was going to say that, like, they go and play a sport with some local kids, but I think it's not, it's usually basketball. It's not even... They don't even soccer. change up.
0: Sometimes it's soccer. I mean, they've soccer. done soccer in South yeah. America. Well, but, but it also just seems to be, like, a kid who happens to be there. Who's also
1: taunting Yeah, who's totally trash-talking him. Here's my Bahamian accent. You yeah, ready? Come closer, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought he said, like, a version of come at me, bro. Yeah. So, you know... It it was great. Yeah, it was totally trash-talking. And I think that kid, like, destroyed Nick on the court, too. That's the rumor that I'm going to spread. Totally. Is that that kid uh, dumped on Nick.
1: So Nick says that Danielle is really sweet. She's nice to be around. Oh, that's the death now. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, you pack your bags, Danielle.
1: Uh, He says they're struggling to have a natural conversation. And they are. They are. It does seem awkward. They're like,
0: boy, that's a nice view. Yeah. Yes, it is a nice view.
1: Um, he says it could be nerves or lack of chemistry, but he wants to get things back on track. This train's not getting back on track. No. Mm -mm.
0: This bike is not going to start pedaling again.
1: Um, Danielle, on the other hand, so Nick is like, this date sucks, we have no natural chemistry. Danielle says that she's really enjoying being playful with Nick. We saw a lot of that playfulness. I, I saw
0: no playfulness. Even when they were literally playing basketball. Yeah. I saw no playfulness you know, as at all. Playful
1: as a geriatric hamster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, there were several things that I wanted to point out real quick. Which is, uh, you pointed out Nick's shorts.
1: Yes. Oh my god. I mean, on the one hand, they're ridiculous and absurd, and I don't like them. I'm also strangely attracted to them.
0: Oh really? I feel like there's Good something
1: real ballsy. Uh, Pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah. About somebody that's going to take his shorts game that short. Oof.
0: Uh, That tight. uh, Noted. That
1: bold. When
0: I come out wearing those shorts tomorrow, (laughs) I hope you appreciate it. I'm going to go online and order three pairs of those bad
1: boys. You, sir, are no Nick Vile. We'll see with my
0: shorts game. I'm going to post on Instagram this shorts game and see what people think. Tweet these shorts out. Um, The other thing I want to note is that apparently there are rumors that the Fountain of Youth... Yes. Was discovered on this island. Yeah, which again goes into sort of the supernatural flair yeah. of this particular
1: season. Yeah, kind right? of yeah. a little bit. I don't find
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great if they did. I feel like Wouldn't he would have had been cool. <laughs> he would have had to have kept Danielle in if they found <sighs> the Fountain of Youth together for at least one more episode.
1: Um, the yeah. real Fountain of
0: Youth, though, Sugar Bear Vitamins. <laughs>
1: he's kind of just done with it. He says they have a really strong friendship. He plays the friendship card and yeah. that, at that point.
0: I really hope we could stay friends.
1: Ooh.
0: Ooh, I've been there, Danielle M.
1: And I am friends
0: with none of those people.
1: The, oh, buddy, you have not been there. What are you talking about? I've been
0: on the receiving end of that. Oh, I'm oh, the Danielle yes. M in You're this Daniel situation. M.
1: I thought you were saying you were Nick. No. <laughs> in
0: shorts wearing or in telling people that we're just going to be friends. Oh, no. I am no Nick Vial.
1: Um, Danielle does display a little personality when he finally breaks up with her and he says, uh, I think you're great. And she says, not great enough. Yes. Yeah, well played, Danielle. Snap. Well played. Yeah, good comeback. Not, not well enough played to keep you around. You go pack him, but. Alright. So Nick dumps Danielle and She goes back to the villa at Resorts World Bimini.
0: I love Resorts World, Bimini. Oh, Best day I've ever it had. It
1: so nice there.
0: So comfortable. And the people. It's like
1: a really great place to do a podcast. Oh,
0: yeah. Their podcasting studio is unbelievable. It's, it's like a home away from home for us whenever we go to
1: Bimini. Danielle leaves and Corinne decides that it's time to kick things up a notch. It's time to step
0: things up with her sex charm.
1: Yes. I have great sex charm. Uh, I defi- <laughs> Exhibit A, I you're referring to
0: it as sex charm.
1: Again, I'm reminded of that article that argues that she's a nine-year-old in a woman's body. Right. I feel like... Um,
0: That's what a nine-year-old would say. Yeah. Yeah, it if they were trying they to sound badly. like a, a grown woman. Yes.
1: Um, she says she'd live in a shack with no diamonds with Nick. That's how much she loves him. I like my shack with
0: diamonds. To Me too. Be, to be perfectly blunt. I would take a shack but with diamonds.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, she says she's gonna turn the spark to a fire and then says, I'm gonna blow that room up. <laughs> <laughs> These women are very violent. Very
0: violent, yeah. You've
1: got Raven beating the shit out of somebody, punching sharks. Punching
0: sharks left and You've right. You've got
1: Jasmine with the chokey. Yeah. Christina's Russian, inherently violent. <laughs> um, and then,
0: yeah. Dan or uh, Corinne, just having watched Backdraft, has decided (laughs) that she's going to blow this room up. And I mean, we all—we have to mention the platinum vagina.
1: She goes, she goes a little Trump on us. Yeah, Uh, I know how to make a man feel good. I do it way better than anyone else. Way better. Way better. Sex sex charm charm is the best. The
0: best. Everybody says it's the best. (laughs) Everybody loves it.
1: Uh, my heart is gold, but my vagina is platinum. We've been waiting for it to drop that gold since night one.
0: I know. I mean, we, everyone, America has been waiting with bated breath for what two months to hear that, and honestly, it was a little anticlimactic. Well, I mean, Karim
1: overestimates Nick's male slut quality, right? Because he's not having it. He's no. determined to. Well, I mean, first of all, he says that he he has said from the out. From the very beginning, I'm not sleeping with anyone before the fantasy suite. So there's Corinne that. Corinne
0: thought she could change it.
1: But then I also just think, uh, they do not have any sexual chemistry. No, they don't. Like, Corinne is not seductive. She's ridiculous. They don't seem... I don't. I mean, having watched when he ended up sleeping with Caitlyn early on in that season, like they were—that was a sexy date that they were on. Oh yeah, and it just felt like it evolved in a very natural way, real organic. Chemistry. Yes, not yes. like Corinne just showing up at his hotel room. She basically is like, "Let's let's dive into bed." Right. Well, let's she starts, starts with room. the like,
0: basically saying that they're going to Netflix and chill. And then, like, pulls them into the bedroom mm-hmm. right away. Well, and what's strange to me is, like, you know, earlier we've seen her go all out with, like, an overcoat and nothing on underneath and mm-hmm. the bounce. And here she's just, like, I'm just wearing, well, she wears, like, really tall heels. Yeah. But other than that, she's just, like, I'm wearing, you know, what I wore today. Black and I'm going to go in, yeah. Yeah. And try to make this happen. We also have to know. So, yeah, he pulls, she pulls him into the bedroom. They close the door. We only get audio. Some of her instructions are never jiggle. Lightly massage.
1: Two hands on at all times.
0: <laughs> Sounds like safety instructions. Hands the vehicle. <laughs> it's dangerous.
1: Um, and Nick basically is just like, no. He doesn't even
0: seem that tempted. It seems like there's no, a moment where he's, I feel like like, he's like,
1: he uses it as a way to get out of it because yeah. he's like, aren't we, uh, aren't we not supposed, to, aren't we supposed to wait in these instances? But you can tell that he's just like, I'm not into right. This.
0: Will you? Will you please leave? Yeah, I still don't understand, other than the producers just forcing it, like, how she's lasted this long.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, they don't seem to have anything together. And even, I mean, honestly, if he was keeping her around because she was sexy, that he would have slept with her. Yeah. I think, if, it, if she really would have been that irresistible. Because the early, like, the early way she was spun was just, like, she's this, you know... Um, temptress delilah figure that he just cannot resist and just makes him stupid but Mm -hmm. even that's not going on you know
1: yeah and corinne not surprisingly does not take rejection well she does not like it that's the other thing that i feel like the vibe that i get from corinne is that she she's obviously spoiled she has a nanny as an adult she seems to come from a very wealthy family. I do not get the impression that she is someone who is told no a lot, and that it's just getting under her skin, basically. I think she runs
0: a multi-million-dollar business. I mean, she's probably she's the one who says it's a that the buck stops with Corinne.
1: Well, whatever it is, um, she's a mess. She's not she's a hot mess. Much. She's a yeah. hot mess. Um, so Corinne goes back. She's still. She's just. I feel like they show her, say, a million times, like, I'm stressed out, I'm anxious, um, I don't know what's going on. We don't know either, Corinne. Right. You're just going to have to wait It's and reality. See.
0: We don't know what's going to happen next. And she also says that she was trying to do something nice and very cute
1: for him. <laughs> that is cute,
0: <laughs> being seduced. Again, though, that points to the problem, like, being seduced is not very cute, right? Again, it's the sort of little girl in a grown body scenario we have going on here. Uh, Well, let's move forward. Let's leave Corinne behind in her stress eating, uh, because we have some ground to cover yet.
1: Yeah, Rachel and Nick go out on their one-on-one.
0: Yep, um, for 15 minutes.
1: They both get to the bar and say, I'll have a beer. (laughs) I I will also have a beer. Well,
0: I'll take one of those beers that you're (laughs) serving. I love drinking (sighs) a beer. Excuse me, Um, could I have a glass of alcohol when you get a chance?
1: They actually address, like, a a real topic when Nick asks, essentially asks Rachel if she's ever dated a white guy. Right. And she says... Tactfully,
0: too. I mean, yeah. he, he gets at it, uh... He gets the answer without having to flat out ask her. He tries
1: to be tactful, and then she's like, I've dated white guys. Right. She says she's dated white guys, but she's never brought one home.
0: Because what he asks, like, have you ever brought home anyone like me? Like me, me, yeah. yeah.
1: What, a reality TV star? (laughs) Yeah. Someone who wears tight shorts?
0: (laughs) What are you driving at here, Nick?
1: A Wisconsin native. Um, She says her family is interracial, that... Everybody's in her family, and that it won't be a big deal. She again brings up her father.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to meet this it's dad. He's Like an
1: imposing figure. Yes, this,
0: this is going to be great. I think Clinton might be there too. He and Clinton, Bill Clinton just hang out a yeah. lot. You think? Just shaking yeah, hands. right. Just hanging out,
1: playing with balloons. I mean, what
0: else is Bill up to these days? Just visiting old friends.
1: Um, the they meet the bar. So the bartender's there to give advice, and he tells. Rachel, uh, you make sure that this guy really needs you and not just wants you.
0: Good advice. Interesting. Good advice, bartender. There's also the old man in the bar who asks.
1: No, that's who it is. The, oh, that he's is the the, this is the same.
0: Yeah. He asks, how did you guys meet? It's a reality show. I mean, there are cameras everywhere. <laughs> I don't know uh, what the question is uh, exactly driving at. I think he's just trying to make conversation. How did you guys meet on this TV show that you're <laughs> on?
1: <laughs> Um, and then uh, Rachel
0: drops, I liked this line, I love sports, but I don't play games. Boom. Damn straight. That's what I want in a bachelorette
1: right you there. You and me both. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you do love sports, and you do not <laughs> play games. And she, Yeah, I'm
1: actually the opposite. I hate sports, but I love playing games.
0: Right. Um. And she describes their date as easy as the breeze blowing through the bar.
1: Mm-hmm. Some poetry. poetry We've innovation. got a, a
0: real-life poet right here approving your poetry,
1: Rachel. Um, it's a short date, right? Yes. It seems to go well. They make out some. I mean, again, I like Rachel. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I hope that she finds a really great person. Yeah, me too. I think she'll make a good bachelorette. She's yeah. funny. She loves life. She doesn't she a good play laugh. games. She does play games. She's about to play the world's biggest game. <laughs> the ultimate game the ultimate of love. Game. love. <laughs>
0: Hunt the ultimate game
1: of man. Um, back at the house. We got bad news. Christina's about to go back to Russia. Uh oh!
0: <laughs> Shipped back off in a cargo hold.
1: Actually, that's true. Based on Trump's immigration ban, Christina was sent back to Russia. Right immediately. No, yeah. he loves the Russians. Yeah. yeah, and she's
0: actually joining Trump's cabinet. Yeah, that's what's happening with her.
1: Um, she does not get sent back to Russia, but she does get sent home.
0: Yeah, she um, and she's
1: pissed too. She
0: is pissed, and she's not as like cool and icy as she was earlier.
1: She I think like, she's pretty icy. She's like, she says, you didn't give me a fair chance.
0: Yeah, I, she just seems more emotional. It seems like it's getting to her a little more. Oh, yeah. You know, then earlier she was just sort of like, suck it up. Yeah. Deal with this situation, you know, and now she's, now that she's on the receiving end.
1: Nick says that he has a special love for her, but he isn't in love with her. Oh, snap. Would Come you rather, me.
0: so would you rather hear that speech or the speech that was given to Danielle? Which uh, is the better letdown, do you think?
1: I think he. Seems to have more genuine feelings for Christina, Uh so I guess that one. Okay. I feel like with Danielle M., he's just like, "Uh, let's be friends. (laughs) I'll call you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, Nick starts crying again. Cue the waterworks. And
1: Christina, or uh, Corinne, despite now only there, be, there only being four girls left, which should be all of the hometown dates, right. Corinne is still freaking out because she says Nick is totally unpredictable. Um, she, also, she says that specifically she's worried that Nick is going to throw a curveball at her face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right at her face. No, it will curve, actually, so that's. That's He's gonna, gonna be throw nice. a
1: curveball at her vagina, but it don't matter cause it's platinum. It's platinum, bitches. Don't platinum.
0: Um. Yeah. So, and then basically it ends. And again, I guess it wasn't officially to be continued. Is that right? No. I
1: mean, it was. I feel like they're they're ending everyone on an unconcluded note. Right.
0: And I'm just confused. Like, but next week isn't hometowns, right?
1: I guess no. It is. It's got to be.
0: And then, but they're like somehow they're in like the frozen tundra. That's what they seem. No, to No, that
1: was like a further. Off. Okay, later
0: on this season yes. they go to the frozen
1: north. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They go to the great white north, <laughs> and everybody just goes up there and dies. Nick has to
0: kill a wolf and sleep inside of it overnight. Yeah, it becomes yeah.
1: a Hemingway short story.
0: <laughs> Actually, that would be interesting, right? To see uh, kind of a, a quite the turn here. Well, we'll see what happens, folks. I'm sure something interesting and dramatic.
1: Yeah, we hope you all had a lovely Valentine's Day.
0: Thanks for spending Valentine's with us.
1: Day. Ooh,
0: nice. <laughs> it was a real platinum Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. All right.
0: Bye, lovers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c com.